I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. I know I should adjust mine too, but that should be fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, I feel like it's it's been it's been almost two weeks since we recorded because we're recording. I know so we're recording super late. late. Uh, hi yeah. guys. It's only it's Tuesday, which means this episode. Uh. Only better be done by tomorrow. Better be done by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like, man, this is the latest we've ever gone. And neither one of us is on vacation or like any like we've yeah. always been so good about yeah. making sure we're ahead. The latter part of the week was crazy for both of us though. Yeah. So that's true. it would have I I don't know if I could have carved out the time yeah, to come I, up here. I don't either. Well, and then also to watch the episode. Well, exactly. On top of it, so yeah. Even yesterday. I was like, oh, crap. I got it. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, my gosh. I have to watch the episode. It was like 7 o'clock last night before I even started Was it? Watching. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got through maybe half an hour okay. in the afternoon okay. because Eric wanted to catch up on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, peace out. Yeah. Yeah. So I locked myself in the room and I was watching it. And yeah. then – um. Then I had to wait until after he went to bed. Yeah. Well, to I realized too, I mean, I know it's freshest in our heads if we watch it as close to our recording time as yes. possible. But I realized like I should probably just try to like watch like half an hour of it like every, every day, day. Mm-hmm. and just take notes. That would be the more efficient way. Right. And yeah. then that way you're not like, crap, it's like 10 yep. o'clock at night and now I have to like watch for three hours. Yeah. And then, because if anything, if you watch it all in little half-hour increments, then I can always have it just, like, playing in the background. Yeah. You know, just to kind of refresh without yep. having to, like, take all these notes and stuff. Yep. But, you know, it only took me 29 episodes to figure that out. Seriously. <laughs> I know. I'll always think about that. And then I'm like, oh, I'll do it later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I've got time. Yeah. So, anyhow. Um, so, hi, guys. Uh, this is Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. Oh, I'm Ashley. And uh, we're going to be covering volume 29 of our Kenji Koosh this week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's rough. These are, you know, I said this, I think, either last week or the week before. But, yeah, we're just getting into some rough episodes. I think that's partially why I keep putting it on, uh watching it, because I'm kind of like, I don't really want to do this. I know. Because I know they're not going to be lovely, swoony episodes. I know. So it's Ugh. harder to get motivated when yeah. you already know what's coming. It's true. So, so. And I was surprised that the end of this episode was I, – I thought I still had an episode or two before, before this that happened. happened. I was like, shut up. This is already happening. I know. I could have bet money. I probably would have bet money and I would have lost it. But <laughs> <laughs> what happened in this one actually happened. So um, anyway – not to get ahead of ourselves. No, that's all right. Um, I just realized I'm, like, not set up for anything. Like, I usually have, like, the question of the week stuff, like, up and ready oh. to talk about. And I'm like, shoot, I didn't, like, pull up any of that stuff. But we did get we did get an email from a listener last night. Oh, and I didn't see that. Yeah. So I just figured I'd read it really quick because she actually has a question. Mm. And I thought we could throw it out to the Twitterverse oh, podcast okay. listeners and all that. And, and maybe you'll know the answer, but she was so sweet. Her name is uh, Kalina. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's how you say it. So she wrote, Aloha, Kristen and Ashley. My name is Kalina. I'm writing from Hawaii. Oh. First of all, love the podcast. Love, love, love. Thank you so much, Thank Kalina. you. 
She said, I'm revisiting every episode because of your insights. Mahalo. Thank you. Mm -hmm. For your awesome work. Secondly, I'm wondering if anyone has had this translation for their episode seven. It makes me laugh every time. It's the scene which Sanem was helping her coworker with the chicken campaign. And in the translation, it's, he says, Sanem, Sanem, you graduated from the Institute of Breeding Chickens, right? She's, so she's asking, do, do any other early birds know what this means? Did she actually go to college for agricultural studies? I would love anyone's input. Thank you again. Oh. I do remember that. And I, I do remember seeing those things. Because I also feel like, like, didn't Duren go to school for that too? Because, like, in the later episodes well, they, when she's working on, they like, reference that with her working at it on the chicken farm, right? So I don't know if that's is like that a, a thing, thing to go to school for out there. Is like, you know, who we need to ask is Des. Oh, I'll, maybe okay. I'll maybe I'll text her and yeah. ask her. We have a friend who was living in Turkey for a while, yeah, and um, I. Although she's – I don't know if I ever really shared this with you because when we had dinner, mm -hmm. she's not really into DZs. Oh, um, really? She just – Yeah. Even having lived there? I know. I was wow. I was surprised. But I told her – I told her about Erkenji Kush and that it's a romantic comedy mm -hmm. and I think it's the dramas that she's not super into. Sure, which is probably what most of them are. Yeah, and I was cracking her up. She's like, I cannot believe you watched DZs. <laughs> She's like, they're so huge over there. Actually, right. You have no idea. I was like, I, I think do I have, have an yeah, idea. <laughs> I do have an idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so she would probably know if if that's a thing. Yeah. Or if there's like – I mean, you can't you get like a farming degree in America? I'm or sure like you a can. farming technology yeah. or um, – future there's a whole future farmers of america that's thing. true <laughs> uh yeah so i just figured i'd throw that out there and yeah. maybe i'll maybe i'll message miriam and ask her too she's always mm -hmm. been like a lot of help with those questions yeah because yeah i don't know if that was just a really goofy translation right or if that is something son i'm actually went to school for because uh, yeah, i feel like it's interesting been, i feel like it's been referenced a couple of times but i i don't remember now yeah so anyways I just figured I'd throw that out there. And also just to say thank you to Colina for the yes, very sweet email. You. We love hearing from you guys. So it was it was nice to open up the inbox and see mm -hmm. more than just um, the automated emails we get from our podcasting service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyhow, so that's that. Um, oh, I was going to show you something. <laughs> I almost sent it to you yesterday. And I was like, nope, I'm going to show her on the podcast. Is it the picture from Instagram? No, it's not oh, a picture. Okay. But now I got to Because I saw that one with Chari and Demet yeah, and Ebo. I know. Gosh. Oh, I'm so excited. I am so. Look, I don't know what the deal is, but even with Sada Jason mm -hmm. and stuff, I was never like, oh my gosh, Ebo. And lately, the pictures that they're posting of him, I'm like, holy crap. I know. He's wow, Ebo. He's a thirst trap. Uh, <laughs> I'm like a little overwhelmed i know and like and it's so funny because someone pointed out and i thought that's the funniest thing like in the picture that we're talking about it's you know the director of their new yeah, daisy he's just sitting at a freaking table yeah he's just sitting at a table with in his and he's just like got his he's like kind of leaning on his arms so you uh -huh. can kind of see like his bicep coming out of his t-shirt yeah and i was laughing because i'm like that's one of those things that's like just on its own like what that's not even – that shouldn't yeah. even be anything, but it's so no. attractive. But yep. it's like the same idea as when a guy rolls up his yes, long sleeve. Yes, I was sleeve. about to say that, Kristen. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, 
<laughs> when a guy has a button-down shirt on with long sleeves and he like unbuttons those like side buttons and, and then starts the to roll up? his sleeves up to his why? forearms. Why? Why is, is it that? so hot? <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. They're just forearms. I know. It's so illogical. <laughs> <laughs> but but it works. It absolutely it works. Absolutely works. Anyways, so here, just watch this oh, video. I'm gonna have to. Oh. <laughs> I found a new video of John dancing, you guys. It's an old one, but it's the first time I've ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor John. Oh, Isn't I love it terrible? That. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite ever is the one when he's on that talk show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's him and a couple others, uh-huh. a couple other actors dancing, uh-huh. and there's like a lady singing. Oh my gosh, I die every single time. It's so funny. I know. I just because he's like he's trying to dance along mm-hmm. with the other people. Yep, and he... <laughs> I just can't. I it... can't handle it. I know. It's just one but, of those things. But then I see it, and I'm like. Thank God. Uh huh. Thank God. There's something that you are not, not good, at. good at because <laughs> it's already not right how beautiful that man is. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, thank God we needed something to take you a step down. Yeah. We need something to keep you human. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, anyhow, I'll put all when the episode drops tomorrow, I'll post that video. Okay. Because. I was like, oh my gosh, because his hair's shorter and stuff, so it's like mm-hmm. an older video. But I'm like, oh man, another one of John oh, trying to yeah. dance. Oh yeah. Anyhow, so um, before we move on, we'll go over the question of the week from last week, which was uh, all about Layla and Osman. Mm. Basically, we just wanted to know what you guys thought about that whole situation. Like, should their family and friends have done more mm-hmm. to like prevent that? Or is it just, you know, they're two adults who can make their own dumb decisions? We got a few answers. Uh, I liked Sandira wrote, Layla and Osman both knew that the that her parents wanted it, but that didn't make it a good idea. Layla's parents have always been well-meaning, but totally clueless yeah. for both daughters. Ihan wasn't pleased, but Osman was convinced he could have his dream, and Sanem was in her own world. Yeah. She kind of was, but I mean, she also did tell Layla several times, like, make sure you're doing this for the right reasons. She did, Yeah. Uh, she said, so I don't really think events could have gone any differently once Layla set the course. She was trying to protect herself and it was a mess all around, which is entirely true. Yeah. Um, Moran said, oh, because we were talking about what to call their ship name because they both sound terrible. <laughs> and she said, I kind of like Osla because it kind of sounds like Asla, which means exactly what this relationship or which means exactly when this relationship should have taken place, which is never. <laughs> And she said, um, she's just trying to look at a real life situation like this. Sanem tried talking to Layla and got nowhere. Mevkabe tried a little, but she doesn't know her kid is in love with Emery. Yeah. She only knows that she's not really in love with Osman, so it's a little different. At that point, if your sister, daughter, or even a friend is so determined to go through with it, all you have left to do is to shut up and stand by them. It's true. Yep. And she said, Osla made their mind up, and sometimes relationships that you think are doomed from the start actually work out. Uh, and then she wrote in parentheses, not in Daisy Land. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, Giselle wrote, what they did to Osman's character was criminal. And Lame Lam got all the plot points that should have been John M's. Yep. And you are correct. 
So, yeah. Basically, it seems like we all had the same consensus that they were stupid, but they're also yeah. adults who can make their own decisions. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't have mattered how much everyone discouraged it or not. Yeah. So. She made up her mind the second Eileen walked into that room. Right. Yep. Which, yeah, I have some things to say about that when we get there mm-hmm. later. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just realized even more so, like, what a hypocrite Layla is when we get, uh, to, when we get to a certain point in this episode. Yep. So, yeah. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Oh, well, if it comes if, – if I think of anything, I'll just interrupt what we're doing. <laughs> but for now, then, we'll uh, dive right into the hashtag and summary and get going with the episode. So this week's hashtag was – Masal Gibi, which I got two different translations. One was fairy tale and the other one was like a story. So I'm wondering if it was supposed to mean like like a fairy tale. Oh. Um, either way, I don't think that applies to this episode. Yeah, what the heck? At all. Is it like a horror story? Is yeah. Is that what it's supposed to be? I, maybe because I was like fairy tale. Really? I mean. I could see if it had said like not like a fairy tale or something. But yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. What? I know. I'm very confused. So I even double checked to make sure I was on the right Instagram post. Like, oh, maybe I scrolled to a different episode's hashtag by accident. Nope, I did not. So what the heck? Anyhow. uh, Yeah. So episode summary. Will Sanem finally tell John everything? The perfume that Fabri sent over to the agency wasn't Sanem's, luckily, but it won't be long before Fabri does release it. The agency is in chaos because of Fabri stealing the campaign idea... And John is just sick and tired of all the lies and deceit around him. Sanem decides that enough is enough and it's time to tell John about her contract with Fabri. Meanwhile, Huma's got plans of her own when she invites a certain allergy-inducing long-legged woman for a visit. <laughs> I wrote that part myself. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I was wasn't. like, wow, that's, no. like a, that's a perfect uh, explanation. <laughs> nope. I wrote that part myself. So anyhow, so opening scene. So, I mean, it. It, they talked about it, um, that you find out immediately that it's not Sanem's perfume. Mm-hmm. So, on one hand, you're saying like, oh, thank God. Because, yeah, because then she still has a chance to tell him herself. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, I don't know. It just sucks. Anyway, so yeah, perfume gate continues, mm-hmm. and John sprays twenty times, <laughs> and then says it's very ordinary, and you realize it's not hers, right? So, um, now they basically are on the hunt for footage to prove that Eileen did something illegal that right. she stole from the company, right? So that's kind of how a, a lot of this first portion is just chaos at the yeah at the agency. M- uh, McKinnon shows up because he got the same invitation uh, that John did because, of course, Fabry wanted to show him, like, yeah, I stole your campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so Max is freaking out. He's upset. He's kind of yelling at John, which, you know, you can't blame him. And poor, sweet 
sad, humble John is just like, I totally understand. You're right. I want to make this right. Yeah. And Max is basically like, well, we, you know, have a stipulation for this in our contract. So basically like. You'll be hearing from my lawyers. Right. Yeah. And And that, and this is how we're going to deal with it. Right. And who can blame him? He's been screwed over by Fabry before. Right. And so he's got to protect his company Mm -hmm. as well. So, and John is kind of like, look, I understand. Yeah. And you have to do what you have to do. Right. I'm going to do everything I can to make it right. But I also understand that you have to do what you need to, to protect your company as well. And yeah. And then we get to see Eileen and Fabry kind of all smug with their plan unfolding. Yes. Yeah, they're very proud of themselves. Um, And he is basically – he kind of explains um, in the way of telling Eileen that he didn't release Sonam's perfume because it wasn't ready. But he wanted to hurry up and release something. With that campaign before they could. Exactly. Here's the thing. (laughs) All these genius scientists you have. Oh, I know. And they couldn't get a perfume ready. Yeah. Well, they couldn't even figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. So then, yeah, I just had to point that out. Then, um, you know, we we go back to the agency and we see that John's biggest concern mm-hmm. is that this is about Fikri Harika's reputation because whether or not they can do damage control for Max, that's not even the big picture. The big picture is people are going to find out about this and know like this is an agency that can't be trusted uh-huh. because their campaigns get stolen <laughs> excuse you. me thank you um their campaigns get stolen so nobody's going to want to work with them because they're not going to be able to trust that the campaigns that put that get put together aren't going to be released by another agency yeah so he's concerned about the overall big picture of what this is going to do for them business wise it's yes. not going to bring in clientele yeah Yep. Um, and then we switch back over to Fabri's agency where he writes Eileen a giant check so that she can run off and start over. Yeah. So that the implication from that is that they're kind of done. Yeah. And that he, I guess, doesn't need her anymore. Right. So I thought that was interesting because yeah. she still technically has shares in the company. Yeah. So and the other, yeah. So it's like, okay, what happened to those shares? Because mm-hmm. they still exist. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I thought this whole thing was so that she could keep Emre under her thumb. Right. So if she now has a giant check with money so she can run off and start over, what what was the point of that? Yeah. Like she doesn't ha- – she so she can leave without Emre? But I thought the whole point of all of this was so that she could force Emre to still be with her. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so confused by this whole situation. And I wasn't even thinking about that when I watched this episode for the very first time. Right. Because I think it was just a matter of like I just can't wait for this – evil woman to be just caught yes yeah and and it was the same with me mm-hmm. i just wanted her gone right and yeah caught and to have to pay for everything that she did right but now watching it over again yeah. it's kind of like wait this, this is even, kind of out of the blue yeah, this doesn't even make sense yeah which you know it's like well it just says about the writing like i don't uh, think there's yeah. just there's not any clear plan laid out no for the bigger picture i feel like that the writers are just playing it episode by episode and it's showing yeah it's like what the heck like this doesn't even make sense yeah so anyhow yeah um then we move on sanem is in the office with john she's trying to reassure him and again he's freaking out because he's like yeah but this isn't just about mckinnon this is about what this does to the company overall Mm -hmm. and sanem's just trying to be supportive 
Emery's in there trying to like do damage control as well. Like, okay, well, I'll call our lawyer. I'll, you know, I'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. And um, Duren walks in. Yeah. No, not yet. The agency's freaking out. Duren tells them to calm down. Sorry. This is when Duren just tells the, like, the employees. They're all freaking out. Like, what's going to yeah, happen? Duren yeah. Duren just kind of tells them to calm down. Yeah. I kind of skimmed over that okay. in, my, in my notes, honestly. You're right. Um, and John is being kind of cold to Sunem during this as well, I right. noticed. Which I th- – this was interesting to me as well because, okay, from the last episode, he was still kind of upset with her mm-hmm. and rightfully so – and then in this episode, so he's cold to her right now, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of a switch. Right. And then he's fine with her. Uh-huh. And they have the cute little montage scene and uh-huh. all this stuff. And I was thinking – Which is, again, the whole thing you've talked about when they give the person who's about to be killed off extra screen time. It was like, well, something really bad's about to happen, so let's make things all happy between exactly. them. Exactly. That's make it- really how it felt. Mm-hmm. And – I just kind of thought, you know, in real life, I don't know that that would really happen. If yeah. he was upset with her, he would probably stay upset with her, especially yeah. considering the fact that this big bomb was just dropped on the agency. Right. I don't think he's suddenly going to be all lovey-dovey with her again. Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me mm-hmm. weirdly. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was odd to me. I agree. Um. So, yeah, so, yeah. everybody's freaking out. <laughs> oh, I wrote when Emery says he'll call the lawyer, and I was like, I wrote, call Metin. That, I know. That, whatever that guy's name is. Erjan. Erjan. He's useless. He couldn't even get John out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is when Duran walks in. Yes. Yeah, after JJ's slapping that poor guy. <laughs> I know. Every time he hears Eileen's name. <laughs> yeah, so she walks in, and she confesses. Which I wrote, take notes on him. Because Duran, as scared as she was, clearly mm-hmm. she was f- scared to have to tell him, but she recognized, oh crap, Yep, I played a role in this because mm-hmm. I showed that stuff to Eileen. Mm-hmm. And she comes in and she confesses right away. Yep. And her butt gets fired, <sighs> but yeah. she deals with the consequences, yep. which is the correct Grown up. thing to mm-hmm. do. Exactly. Yep. I mean, so. yeah, when she tells – John freaks out, of course. Like, what were you thinking? How could you trust her? Right. And she's like, John, this agency is my life. I would mm-hmm. never do anything to purposely, like, hurt it or bring it down. Yeah. And John's just not even hearing that. He's just so upset. Right. Because it's just one more person who has, at least in this situation, has uh, facilitated a betrayal. Yeah. Even and if it wasn't intentional. Doesn't – doesn't Emre even try to say, like, she – Eileen probably tricked her. Like, you know yes. Eileen. And yeah. John's like, I don't care. Yeah. And and that's when he tells her, Duran, we can't work together anymore. Yeah. And, you know, he – in that moment, I get why he reacted that way. Because sure. it was like, he's already dealing with this huge thing. And then to come to find out, literally his best employee in the agency – Right. played a part in it intentionally or not yeah it was just too much and it was like yeah then you just you need to go right well and he kind of explains that he says he kind of goes on a tirade and he just says i'm just so sick of these lies mm-hmm. i don't want them in my life anymore i'm so tired of all this stuff happening right. constantly and i can understand why he's feeling so stinking frustrated yeah he's got all this crap happening and it's like he has no 
power over any of it. And right. he can't do anything to stop people from lying and deceiving and tricking him yeah. and doing all this horrible stuff to the agency. So I would be frustrated too. Yeah. Yep. Well, and then all this time, Sonam's in the office when this is happening. Yeah. So she's seeing. She's seeing like, oh, crap. Like, and this was her telling him right away and mm-hmm. he still reacted this way. Yeah. Like, she just realizes – she just is realizing more and more what a grave she's dug for herself. Yeah. So he, oh, so Huma enters. So then John's like, yeah, peace out. He does not want to deal with his mom on top of all of this. Yeah, he's, I think he t- tells her, oh, yeah, you're just what I needed right now. Uh-huh. And he just leaves. <laughs> he wants to be alone, but Sanem is following him and determined to go with him. Yeah, she says she won't say a word. Right, she's like, you won't notice me. I just want to be with you and support you. Yeah. I won't talk. I won't this. You won't even realize I'm there. Yeah. And I love it because he's like, how can I not notice you, Son M? Yeah. And it's kind of a cute moment. Yeah. Again, though, like you said, kind of out of the blue. But. Yeah. I I just wasn't sure what to make of it. Yeah. I was just thinking, okay, where is he at? Is he happy with her? Is right. he. And for the rest of the episode, it's clear that he's fine with her. Right. Well, and I mean, you know, by the end of last episode, after the whole engagement party thing, I, like I said. I think he gained some understanding yeah. about where things were coming from. Yeah. I didn't necessarily think, though, that it meant, like, okay, everything's all good now. Right. Just maybe that he understood a little more and was going to be um, a little more gracious about it. Yeah. You know, because even after his whole speech about the rivers and this and that, and, you know, we we obviously need to spend That's more time true. converging. So it's not that I was expecting him to still be full on mad at her, but you're right. It was just this automatic switch from, like, all these issues, and now everything's kind of happy between us. Yeah. Yeah, so. there's there's still kind of – there's that consistent lack of communication oh, yes. in their relationship. Ugh, so. yep. Um, Mina, oh, right? yeah. So Mina comes in because she hears about what Fabri has done, and <laughs> she's not happy. Um, or wait, is this when she finds out? Yeah, that's when uh-huh. she's like upset, right? Right, because well, she's, yeah. she realizes like you stole the campaign, like the campaign you that's put out was right. a stolen one. Like, okay, I know that you and been... he fesses up. He's proud right. of it. Yeah, she's like, I know you wanted to get revenge and all this, and we're having issues, but like now you're putting the company at risk, like yep. our reputation, right? Because mm-hmm. you stole. This wasn't just like you got the upper hand with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she's like, you're putting the whole company in jeopardy, yep. and he's basically like, Mina, it's gonna be fine. Like, he's I know like, what let I'm me doing. explain everything to you. I'll tell you the whole thing because she's basically like, what did you do? Right. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Huma is shocked quote, helping and shocked that Eileen is evil. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, and then she's like, Emre. Uh, oh, and then Emre says that he'll call Jada, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, well, she's not going to help because John was kind of rude to her. <laughs> and Emery's like, actually, it's just that John didn't return her feelings, Right, thanks, Mom. Uh-huh. So he calls, to, and surprise, surprise, she can't help, and they embarrassed her. Right. So J-Ho is officially gone. Gone. Goodbye. Yeah. And then Huma, gosh, she's such a jerk. She says, it's all because of your brother's inefficiency. Uh-huh. Like Eileen being a horrible backstabbing uh-huh. witch is John's fault. And on top of the fact, Huma, 20 seconds ago, you didn't even realize Eileen was a horrible backstabbing exactly. evil. You were there. You were buddies with her, for goodness sakes. Yeah. And she keeps saying that John only makes decisions from his emotions. Uh, Pot? Kettle? And and that's <laughs> the thing. It's like. 
that's all she's doing is making decisions off of her emotions. Well, and think about what she's trying to do Mm -hmm. with Jada and then with Pauline. Mm -hmm. What is she trying to play on? His emotions. Exactly. She's trying. And and again, I I just keep thinking – what is your end game here? Mm-hmm. Why are you? Why do you keep trying to shove these women into John's right. life? What good is it going to do you? Right. You obviously are stupid right. if you think that it's going to help your relationship with him at all. Mm-hmm. Like, is that the end game? Right. Because if that's the end game, you need to go back to school and yeah. learn what logic is because yeah. clearly you don't get right. anything about your son. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I get that we need villains. But I yes. need I need the villains to have a purpose or at least yeah, a goal in mind. A mo- or a motivation, right. a clear motivation. A clear motivation. Eileen's motivation was super clear. Right. That's why she was such a good villain. Yep. Because well, yeah. when all she wanted was to get back at the agency Company. and then, yeah, with anything with Emre. Right. Those were her two main motivations. Right. A villain needs motivation. Right. Eileen wanted revenge. Yep. Huma, what, I don't understand what she wants. I mean, we we know that she wants to be, you know, uh, reunited. Not even reunited, but she wants her relationship with John to be better. But the but way again, she, yeah, the execution makes no sense then for making that happen. Exactly. So it's like, if anything, you would think that she wouldn't be throwing these other women at him. She'd be doing the whole like, well, keep your friends close and enemies closer, and that she'd be all chummy and sweet with Sanem, right? And make it clear how much she loves her with John mm-hmm. and all this. You know what I mean? So it's like that I could I could see. Yeah. Well, and then again, when we get to this point later, when she, quote, confesses a secret she's been keeping for years, I'm like, again, that's the writers grasping at straws yeah. to give her some type of motivation. Right. That, again, this came out of nowhere and makes no sense. Yep. So. Yeah. But we'll get there. Um. Oh, but I did write, also, I feel bad that a bunch of poor crows had to die for Huma to wear that outfit. That outfit. Yikes. All her outfits this episode They're so are heinous. <laughs> they are especially heinous. <laughs> oh, baby. And then I'll be so, honest. What? When we go into this next, like, Mahale stuff. Um, oh, it's all the organic. Yeah. That's I just, it. Yeah. It's just all That's the, it, guys. It's the organic fighting, like. Yeah, uh, Mevkabe wants to sell it in the grocery store. Yep. And Miha doesn't does want her to. She brings it in anyway. Then she sells it on the streets. Then Jakal and Isun see and they report her. For not and having a then, permit, right? Yep. Okay. And then she has to take it all back into the book hall. And then her and Niha are fighting again. Right. That's it. That okay. is the Because I'm like, after this particular scene, I was like, I'm fast forwarding through all yeah, the Mahale stuff. That's the Mahale. And then the only other Mahale stuff is JJ moves in. Okay. And that's a lot of this was filler. Yeah. Um, because he it's you see him sign the contract, you see right. him waiting for the moving stuff. Yeah. You see them all moving in. Right. And unpacking. So, okay. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's really there's nothing super. It doesn't important advance there. the story. No. Yeah. There's just cute stuff with him and Ihan giving each other little cheek kisses. Right. So that was pretty cute. Yeah. But um other than that, it's really just Okay. Yeah. Good. Just filler. Um so yeah, so. we get some John M spending time together. Yes, we get okay, so <laughs> So I'm watching this scene mm-hmm. yesterday. I told Kristen I had a story to tell. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> but she didn't tell me what it was. So I was watching this scene yesterday, mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's a little montage, and they're walking along the right. street, and <laughs> um, Eric walks in, mm-hmm. and 
he was like he's like man i love this episode <laughs> and i was like i was like oh you do i said what's your favorite part try because he, uh-huh. he's being ridiculous so i was like what's your favorite part he's like uh that part when he's taking pictures of demet and i <laughs> started dying <laughs> I was like, oh my he gosh. Knew her name. He knows her name. Her real name. Her real name. <laughs> I was laughing for probably five minutes straight. I was That's... like, I cannot believe how right on you just were with <laughs> Because he was obviously being facetious, right? And yeah, but he, he was... hasn't watched the episode. Exactly. Yeah. But he was like, the this part where John is taking pictures of Demet. And he had he had the pause right there. Uh-huh. Like he had to think about her name. And I was like, you absolutely knew her name. That's so I'm turning you slowly but surely. <laughs> and then later on, I hear him walking around the house and he's whistling the theme, the theme song. song? <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Uh, I'm slowly brainwashing him, you guys. Yep. You're well, you're doing a better job than I am. <laughs> oh man. Um so yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And that song is called Ashkiani Dun. Yes. By Yeni Turku. Yes. We'll all we'll spell that out in the notes, yeah. the episode notes. So yeah, he's basically taking photos of her. They're eating simit, is that how you say it? Yeah, simit. Yeah, the know. Turkish bagels. Yeah. And, you know, there's just general smiling and just goofy lightheartedness. Yes. And that's the same sailor guy that they sail on his boat in five, Episode right? Four? Four, I think. I think it's four because five is – well, no, is five the party? Five's not the party. Five, five is, is after they leave the party? Yeah. So it is four. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive you're correct. Like, okay. when, when she's the model sure the for the mm-hmm, – Yeah. And he does the photos of her. Uh-huh. So, yeah, all this is happening. It's fun and lighthearted. But, again, there's this dark cloud looming. Sonam's yeah. real, like, knows. You can tell she knows that she has to tell him. Yeah. Like, and, they go sit down for some solip. Yeah. And they're just chatting. Which I looked that up and I can order that powder. So now I want to try and make it. Oh. Yeah. Because I was like, I want to know what that is. So I like yeah. Googled it last night. And it's basically this flower. But you can order the powder that makes this like cinnamon drink oh. with it. So I'm like, no, I want to order some and try it. Cinnamon drink. So I wonder it's if like it's... like cinnamon and pistachios. And Ooh, that sounds good. Um, And then this powder that I assume you kind of like mix with like water or milk maybe mm. to make like a... I'll have to look up an actual recipe, but yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. So uh, we go back to the agency. The agency. Layla's dress is so 80s. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I couldn't believe it. The color, the like the weird weird arm thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's velvet, I'm pretty sure. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So Emery tells her the truth about Eileen that they were never together. And then he realizes <laughs> what everybody else knows mm-hmm. uh, that, that her I, engagement was a reaction yeah, to that. I put, and he knows that's why Idiot got engaged. I, yep. Well, I wrote, Stupid Layla realizes that Idiot Emray isn't back together with <laughs> evil Eileen. Oops. And this is where I wrote that she's a hypocrite because she, a hypocrite. she was just before, before the aha moment of, oh crap, they're not together. She's sitting there like, well, you know, you were deceived. You believed her. And why would you believe anything that Eileen says? And Duran, Duran got tricked by her and all this stuff. So she's basically like, how could anyone believe Eileen? Except, guess what, Layla? 
you believed Eileen. Yeah. You're like not understanding how she deceived everyone, except the second she told you, oh, me and Emery are together, you were like, oh, must be the truth. Yeah. So she's a freaking hypocrite. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, Osman walks in right then. Right then. All insecure. Because right you notice what he says. Mm-hmm. He called and couldn't get a hold of her, so he wanted to check so on he her. came in. Yeah. And it's like, bro, she's working. Oh, I know. You're not going to be able to get a hold of someone when they're working. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I haven't talked to my husband today because he's 130 miles away at work. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're not, they're not always going to be able to answer their phone. So I'm like, here, this is, here we go is the start of yep. super insecure and needy. It's only the start of it. Oh, smart. Yeah. And then I wrote, turtleneck is bitter and won't let her take time off and breaks a pencil as revenge. <laughs> and then I said, enter useless, not metin. <laughs> yeah yeah because then he come, you know he gets there the lawyer gets there and is like okay let's let's figure this out and yeah they basically go to work on damage control i guess yes so yeah layla and osman go to get coffee yep um, and i'm sorry but they had both john and osman in those camel coats mm-hmm, this episode mm-hmm. and i was like oh my gosh heaven help me i know <laughs> And Osman's hair was back to like I know good and curly and cute. I know, and he had he's got that perfect scruff. Scruff. Mm-hmm. There's something about that. Oh, it's so good. I like when I mean, <sighs> you know, my husband's beard's really really long, and I I love his beard. Mm-hmm. But on the rare times that he does like shave it off and then decides to grow it back, I do love when it's like at that sandpaper stage. Yes. I don't know why. I know. Because I love it long and like grow out. That's basically all I ever get with Eric because he has to shave for, for work. work. So if he's got a couple days off, then you just get that sandpaper. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And he's got nice, full, like facial hair. Uh-huh. If he wanted to, he could, he could. totally, mm-hmm. yeah, if it wasn't for work. But. When he gets when it gets at that stage, I'm always like, "Ooh, come here, let me feel your uh-huh. face." I don't, yeah, I don't know why. I love that sandpaper feel. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, stressed out JJ as per usual. It's kind of goofy, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just typical JJ. So, yes, we're back to sad John. <laughs> wait, the part. Uh oh, wait, what? No, that part we missed. It was like I think this was the the funniest part of the whole episode when JJ grabs that guy's phone and he's speaking English into the phone. Did you miss that? I must have missed that. And, and he's like, he's like, deal is deal. What? Uh, <laughs> very nice to talk to you. And he says, <laughs> he says, ha you are very funny, Jimmy. What? <laughs> you did you miss that? I missed that. It's so funny. Oh. oh my gosh, I was dying. I think it was the funniest part of the whole episode. It probably was. I wonder if I can find where it is. Oh my gosh, because it's so he's he speaks like five sentences in, in english, english right there yeah, yeah. i uh, it's weird because i'm usually pretty good about like pausing when i am about to take notes which is mm-hmm. why it takes me so long to go through an episode mm. but there's probably a few times i just started to jot stuff down while the ep- while it was still playing okay. and i just probably missed that yeah that's funny though I, was, I love when jj speaks english oh my gosh there was there's just something about it i was cracking up um well that's good because then we go to a scene where it's not so happy. Go yes. lucky. You've got sad John who, um, you know, he's just 
upset. He's just explaining that, you know, he's over all the lies and deceit. It's all around him. He can't seem to escape from it and it's affecting everything Mm -hmm. and it's exhausting, you know, he's just exhausted. Yeah. And who can blame him? And, you know, Sanem said, you know, I just wrote, oh, Sanem, the web you're weaving because all of this has got to be like telling her like, this is so bad. Like he feels this way and I haven't even told him what I've done. Yeah. And, you know, because he tells her you're the only thing that keeps me here. Yeah. And then – And she says something to the effect of um, – well, and, and he says something like, how can everyone hide from me or yes. or lie to me first? And right now, Duran. Right. Well, and so she she kind of looks at him and she basically says, you know, they say that one tends to make mistakes towards the person that they're afraid to lose the most. Yeah. Did you know that, John? And she says, I mean, Duran – and he says, I know. You're going to say that she meant no harm. Yes, son M, and you may be right. But still, she forgot that we're a team. She acted by herself. My only problem is not just her showing Eileen the campaign, but the fact that she went and acted on her own, which is exactly, that's a parallel to exactly what Sanem did. She forgot yep. that she's a team with John. Yeah. She acted on she acted on her own to yeah. fix this problem instead of talking to him about it. Yeah. And he said, um, and this is such a true quote, John says, someone once said in a movie, the deepest cliff you can fall from is trust. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely right. Yep. And, you know, he says, when you fall from that one, everything else falls to pieces. And you can just see the look on her face. Like, she realizes, yeah, I fell from that cliff. Yeah. It's all just horrible foreshadowing. It's terrible. And, of course, he sees the upset look on her face. Yeah. And reads it as just, you know – I know I'm upsetting you with talking about this situation. Yeah, exactly. You know, he and he's misreads like, it. Right. Don't yeah. be upset about it, really. He comforts her. <laughs> right. He's like, we'll get everything back on track. Please don't worry about yeah. it. You are the one who's giving me trusts on him. Ooh. And that's why. And she says, look, we can get through this together. She says, we can tend to our wounds together. Let's go back to the agency and let's talk to them. Let's work day and night if necessary. And we'll prepare a new campaign. I mean, we can also talk to Mr. McKinnon. He will he will understand. And John's like, no, he won't. I'm really ashamed in front of him right now, and I don't want to give him more promises after everything. You know, and so he basically says, like, I need a few days off. Yeah. Or like, maybe just to kind of regroup and get away from the agency and everything that's going on. And she starts to say, John, I – and he interrupts her and says, I know, I know. You're always by my side. And, yeah. like, gives her hand kisses and some face touches. Which part of me is like, is that what you were about to say, Sanem? Or were you maybe finally going to tell him? That sure seemed like it. Yeah. I, I remember watching it the first time thinking, okay, she's going to tell him. And then right. he interrupted her. Right. But and she so, went Right. And she went with it. Like, yep, that is what I was going to say. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So. So. Let me let me play that part really quick okay. for you. So play you can it. Hear so we can it. hear it. Oh, hang on. Sorry. It's like a. An ad. Yes. You are very funny, Jimmy. Vin Vin. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know how I missed that. That's so funny. That one one of my favorite. You are very funny, Jimmy. <laughs> 
Well, maybe maybe Anil speaks English too. Because I mean, he, he has a lot least... of English speaking lines. Yeah. And he does them very well. He does. So, you know, maybe he speaks English too. So hey Anil, if you're ever in the you know, California area. Yeah. Come on down. We'll interview you too. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I just wanted to show you that because it's so funny. I love it. <laughs> so back to bad things. Yeah. <laughs> Yuma wants to talk to the boys. Oh yeah. All of a sudden she has something to tell them, right? Yes. A secret to tell them. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. And it's this big old, she makes it a big to do. Right. She's like, I need you home tonight so I can tell you something very important. Yeah. <laughs> And and even Emery's like, um, you really think John's gonna come home for this? Right. And he's like, all right, I'll do the best I can to try to get him there. But yeah, no guarantees. Mm -hmm. So, um, Eileen's also. We found the camera footage of her stealing from the archive room. That's right. And so they at least have enough to start pressing charges Mm -hmm. uh, against her. So yeah, not Metin starts all those proceedings. Yes. So before the family meeting, Huma meets. Waiting at a cafe. Yep. And we get the big reveal that Polen is back. Mm-hmm. And all I could think was we didn't even get one episode without some third party mm-hmm. woman right. trying to come after John. Yeah. We didn't even get one episode. I know. Jada's finally gone. Yep. And immediately Polen is back in the picture. And again. I here comes the bad here comes me complaining about the terrible writing mm. because I'm sorry how does she even know or have a relationship with Polen John has not been a part of his mom's life yeah. for years yeah. and years but wait doesn't oh no that was Jada nope that was Jada <gasps> so cuz I was like doesn't she know her dad nope, nope. Jada's dad. Are you sure, though? I'm positive. I'm positive. Because okay. we even talked about this, like, when we were first watching it live. Like, someone brought up, like, I'm sorry, why do these two even have a relationship? Because John yeah. has not – John does not tell his mom what's going on in his life. John does not talk to his mom. John wanted nothing to do with his mom. Why would she have ever met his on-and-again-off-again girlfriend? Well, and she she left when he was so young. Uh-huh. And it wasn't like it happened just a couple years no. ago while so, they were still dating. Again – continuity and lazy writing yeah sorry like you clearly didn't do your research right you would have been better off honestly just introducing a whole new long-legged beautiful villain sure. like yeah. honestly at this point it w- that would have just been better yeah because it makes zero sense that huma and Poland have a relationship because so the, much- the jada thing made sense even the eileen thing makes sense right because, because she's she always and- had an- a relationship with emory right yeah that's a really good point and She's never been hands-on involved with the agency since the divorce because even John says, oh, a partner that shows up once every 40 years. So it's not like, oh, well, she'd been in town for agency stuff. So, you know, she happened to see John sometimes or something. And he's only been at the agency for a few months because he was out traveling and living abroad. So nothing about this makes sense. It bugs the living daylights out of me. See, maybe the reason I was thinking that was because Huma asks about her dad and – um. And Pauline explains that her dad just got his third divorce, a divorce well, from his third wife. And then – and obviously that could just be for the intention of showing Huma as the gold digger that she is. Right. But 
I that kind of made me assume, oh, she knows her parents somehow. Well, I'm almost positive though when they're just chatting about like life and whatever and Poland's like, well, yeah, my dad's back in Istanbul. And she's like, oh, your dad's in Istanbul. So Poland brings her dad up first. So I just got the feeling right. that it was like – not that they know each other, but just like when Poland brings it up, that it's like, oh, another rich guy maybe I can hone in on. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I just – I refuse to believe that these two had a relationship before any of this, and it just makes no it's sense. It's awfully convenient. It's just too convenient. Yeah. And if Polen was really that dedicated to John, I mean, I don't know. Not that she wouldn't have a relationship with his mom. But I'm just thinking she wouldn't be if, if there were like a if my husband had a horrible relationship with his mom, right? And she was trying to connect with just me. Uh-huh. I don't know that I would really want to do no, that. No, absolutely, because not. I would feel as if I were betraying my husband. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like if you care about John the way you supposedly do, I don't. And again, even when they're talking and stuff, she starts out like, "Well, I don't know about this, Huma." Like, yeah, you know. But so it's like she starts out kind of being smart, uh huh, and, and logical about right. the whole situation, and then gets sucked and into realizing Huma's. that John didn't want her around. Right. <laughs> but then she gets sucked into Huma's nonsense. Yeah. So yeah, just so much about this felt like lazy and convenient, and yeah. it just doesn't make sense. So yeah. Anyhow, I've spent enough time complaining about it. <laughs> they're hanging out. They're meeting. Yeah. You know, and again, even when. Again, this shows how much Poland really doesn't know John mm-hmm. because she tells Huma like, oh, don't worry. I'm sure John's happy you're here. He's just not showing it. Yeah. No, he's not. If you knew him even a tiny bit, you would know he hates his mother. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and then Huma's like, sometimes men just get confused. Uh, I know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but for my part, I've I noticed that men generally know what they want. Right. <laughs> And they're not like, oh, maybe I'm a little confused. Maybe maybe I don't actually like that girl, but I like that girl instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. They're not a bunch of idiots walking around. Oh, my gosh. Except so, if they're all M-Ray. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Huma basically starts planting seeds about her and John. Yeah. And well, and Pauline even warns her that right. this could backfire on yep. her. Exactly. It's like she starts out logical yep. and smart. Yep. But for whatever reason – you know yeah whatever so then she she tells Polen we don't hear it but off camera she tells Polen the secret the that secret. she's gonna go home and tell her mm-hmm. sons like don't worry my sons and i are, our relationship will be fixed because i'm gonna tell them something i've been keeping oh from them for 30 years yeah yeah <laughs> which well we'll get to it yeah yeah so layla comes home um and explains the whole thing right. to Sonem about the fact that Eileen and Emray weren't back together. Mm-hmm. And Sonem has a light bulb moment. Yep. And she says, is that why you decided to get engaged to Osman? And Layla denies it, of course. Because she's trying to convince herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it's good that this happened anyway. It should have happened no matter what. So whatever. Um, and then Sonem... Tells Layla about an idea that she's had. Right. To come up with a new campaign to fix things with McKinnon. Right. It's like a Hail Mary. Like, if we can at least come up with something to present to him, just maybe, you know. Yeah. Maybe we'll be able to save ourselves. Yep. So then we get our cute little unpacking montage at JJ's. Nothing really happens, but there's just some cute moments, like you said, with him and Ihan. Yeah. And then she calls McKinnon at the end of it. Yes. And kind of begs for, hey, give us one day. We'll come up with an entirely new campaign. And he is skeptical, but 
she's kind of convinces him saying keep the whole legal right stuff keep, moving. yeah keep your stuff moving and if we don't impress you then continue with the legal process right but give us at least one day to try to convince you and and he says okay yeah because what has he got to lose at this point if exactly. anything he just continues to do what he's gonna do and you know gets his feedback from them and all that mm-hmm. so yeah um mina also realizes just exactly how slimy her boss is when she's realizing you know all the things that he's done after he's explained them to her mm-hmm. and she basically is like i can't work here anymore yep you know i've known you for a long time and i've always supported you but this is too far like you're you're putting everyone in danger and i basically won't support it yep and i said and she, she says you're ruining us yes yeah and so she quits and i said but not before not before a quick visit to their company archive room yep. so clearly she's got plans yep Let's see, Huma talks to the boys and, re- quote, reveals that Aziz cheated on her with his assistant. Yeah. With her crocodile tears coming down her eyes. John's not buying it and neither am I. Again, convenient and lazy writing. Like, because now this quote explains why she feels the way she does about Son M because it reminds her of, you know, uh, Aziz and his supposed assistant that he cheated with. But also, John's not married. No, he's so not. So it's an entirely different situation. It's not like he's married and then is like puppy dog following Son M everywhere. And if anything, she's trying to put him in the same position because uh-huh. he's in a relationship with Son M. Right. And she is bringing in other women right. to try to entice him. Yep. So again, I don't know if this, you know, because tiny mini spoiler spoiler alert, we never really get full resolution to this you know, uh, confession. Like, we never really find out how true or untrue it was. Like, it just is right. kind of like, Emery's like, well, I think this explains so much. And John's kind of like, uh, I think mom could be lying. Like, mm-hmm. because even Emery's like, did dad ever mention this to you? And John doesn't say no. He just says, well, not like this. Yes. So clearly, there's something that happened or mm-hmm. things that are going on. But I just refuse to believe that Aziz cheated. Well, and the the way that she brings it up, mm-hmm. she says that she was so embarrassed, and um, I I don't remember if it how she exactly words it. I didn't do screenshots, I don't but think I did um, she says something to the effect of basically she wanted to leave, mm-hmm. and he got enraged. Yes, she does. Yes, <laughs> and didn't want her to have the boys. Right. So she. Emery was so little and he needed her more. Right. So she just took him and left. Right. And then, but then the other thing is like, she says, you know, once the divorce proceedings happen, I didn't ask for anything except Emery and my shares in the company. Yeah. Okay. If you had enough leverage to demand shares in the company, you absolutely had enough leverage to demand your son. Yeah. Your other son. And if Turkey is anything like America, the mother is usually favored in legal proceedings like that as far as custody issues. So if she really wanted John, she certainly could have fought for him. Right. So, So, yeah, it's like you didn't even make your case. You did not help the situation at all because now all you're doing is bad-mouthing the parent that did actually raise the son you're supposedly wanting to fix things with. Uh Uh-huh. 
So how she thought this was going to work out in her benefit is completely beyond me. And she says that she isn't telling him this to try to fix things in their relationship when that's exactly what five she's minutes doing. later mm-hmm. bef- uh, previously she said the exact the exact opposite to Pauline yep. that she was going to fix their relationship yep. by telling the secret. Yeah. So it's like you're lying in your motives. So mm-hmm. that doesn't make me want to trust you at right. all as far as why you're actually trying to do this right and what is actually coming out of your mouth whether it's the cheating or whether it's the reason you're even bringing this up right like why bring it up now yeah what what other reason is there for you to do that yep i agree it yeah it makes it just makes no sense yeah and then you know she's just playing her tiny violin yeah i was filled with my longing for you for years and you were just filled with rage and hatred but my love is much bigger than your hatred. All right, yeah, whatever. Oh, that woman does not know what love is. Sorry. She certainly doesn't. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then this, again, Huma, uh, who literally 20 minutes ago was shocked that Eileen was so evil, then tries to throw that back in Emre's face. Like, well, even Emre didn't realize how bad Eileen was. Oh, well, yeah. guess what? When? Neither did you. And then she tries to say, so basically, like, if Emre could be fooled by Eileen, then you, you're being fooled by Sanem. And John's like, don't you ever yes. put them in the same sentence again. Yes. And he leaves. That's it. That was the cap. Yep. That was his limit. And he nopes on out of there. Yep. And who can blame him? No. I mean, really, Huma? Yep. Obviously, you don't know anybody. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, yeah. you Obviously, you can't judge anybody's character in the slightest. No, you cannot. <laughs> so then I said, John and Emery have a workout scene together. And I put, poor, <laughs> poor Barand. <laughs> Who, why did they do that to him? <laughs> I was laughing listen, so hard at this. I know we hate Emery. With his messy hair. I know we hate Emery. <laughs> but we love Barand, okay? Yes, and agreed. poor Poor Bran. He just looks like a little tiny little shrimp next to John. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I put. I put LOL brand. Poor Bran. I felt so bad for him. And then Amut shows up and they do their boxing stuff. And Amut with his big thighs. Oh, I know. Those thunder thighs. Oh, man. Oh, Oof. Oh, that yeah. was a, a nice uh, comedic moment oh. that wasn't supposed to be comedic. <laughs> at at Baran's expense. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was a nice comedic relief. Yes. And then we uh, pan over to the work party at Sun M's. Mm-hmm. The whole crew is there. Yeah. At this point, Sun M has actually called Duran. Yes. And she had said, like, hey, this is what we're going to be working on. Yeah. You know, you're a big she part of the company. For the plan. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, please come. And Duran's kind of like, okay, she softens up. Because at first she's kind of mm-hmm. snarky with her on the phone. But Duran's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, you're right. I'll be there. You know, what have we got to lose? Yeah. So when they get there, first of all, I just love it that JJ thinks he's the puppet master. And he's oh, like, I know. Don't worry, I'll keep everything under control and I won't let anything happen to your house, Mevkebe and Niha. And not, you know, really, I, I control all of this. I'm the one in charge. Yeah. And then Duren comes and sit next to Sanem. And mm-hmm. she says, Sanem, I want to confess something to you. You were right. And she says, about what? She says, about your slogan. I mean, the slogan we prepared for Red Mode, it was yours, but I really didn't know that it was. Yeah. I mean, 
Eileen somehow stole it from your notebook and then she gave it to me like it was her idea. I don't know why I believed it and I was really embarrassed. I didn't confess it then. I am really sorry about that and I'm so, so sorry and I'm really ashamed. And then Sanem just looks at her and says, that's all right. I already guessed this when you confessed that you showed Eileen the campaign. She goes, I think we should be thanking Miss Eileen. And Duran's like, why would we thank her? I can't accept that. She says, no, no, not like that. I mean, she gave us a chance to work together and support each other. We're stronger when we're together. Mm-hmm. And we can find a better slogan. And Duran says, I think so. I think we can. And I also think we can do it together. This is so cute. And she's like, okay, I'm going to show you love now. Yeah. And Duran like awkwardly like leans over and they do this cute little like side hug. There's a cute, really cute gif of that Yes. Moment. I love it so much. It's very cute. They have a sweet moment. And she's like, I guess this works, right? <laughs> and it's very sweet. I love it. I remember watching this episode the first time and just cheering like finally these two yes. were on the same team. That is, I think, the best thing that comes out of this episode. I completely agree. Is the teamwork between the two of them and the girl power in this episode. I love it so much. Yes. Like everything from the previous 28 episodes is left behind. Yep. And there's like a friendship forming there and I'm completely here for it. Yep. Because I really hated hating Duren. Yeah. And now they're on the same team. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. Yes. I love it so much. I do too. I actually wrote best moment of the episode. Yeah. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the crew's working hard. They're exhausted. Yeah, People they're are falling, falling asleep. asleep. Muzo co- comes in with a with, tray of kofte of uh, and starts a dance party <laughs> with a ridiculous song. And I was trying to find it because um, Yasmin had uh-huh, um, I remember. translated some lyrics. She said, it's something stupid like like throw the girl up against the wall or yeah, something it's like, like that. It sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's like the lyrics are horrible and I can't find lyrics online anywhere. Yeah. But and Yasmin was like, I hate this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, um, but in case you guys want to listen to it, the song is called Kara Chali by Jengez Tan. And we'll again put the um uh, the info in, info the, show in the show notes yeah but yeah it's this goofy ridiculous song yeah and it's funny because uh yasmin had actually sent me i have it saved on my phone for when she sent it to me uh a list of other turkish songs that just have like absurd lyrics okay and they're some of them are very funny and some of them are just completely weird <laughs> like one talks about like being someone's strawberry at the grocery store <laughs> or something like <laughs> they're so I'll, I'll have to post some links to some of them on youtube because they're just ridiculous that's really funny but they made me laugh i mean not that all american songs are no I, yeah we've got some ridiculous ones as well agreed so yeah so everyone's dancing waking up he yeah. and ghoulies kind of share a weird look yeah moment, and we're like mm-hmm. is that supposed to be a spark or something so, i think it's supposed to be yeah i think yeah. a seed has been planted but they share a moment yes um and then the items wake up yes <clears throat> so mevkabe dances with them and then nihak comes out right as mevkabe is uh giving jj a kiss on his forehead uh-huh. <laughs> so jj's all scared of nihak the rest <laughs> of the time but uh, nihat is kind of the catalyst yeah. to them figuring out their new slogan mm-hmm so he asks how they're how things are going, and Sanam kind of explains that they're trying to find a slogan for a perfume. And he says, "Oh, perfume! That makes me think of when I first met Mevkabe. She was so beautiful. She looked so untouchable." And the light bulb goes off in Sanam's head, and she says, "There it is. That's that's our slogan, untouchable." So they've officially got their new slogan for this um, project. Yes. 
yeah. So then John calls. And mm-hmm. so Sonam's like, okay, everyone be quiet. Because, of course, you know, this is something they're working on to surprise him. Yes. And she basically lets him – he asks what she's doing. And she's like, I'm working on a surprise for you. Mm-hmm. And don't worry. You'll get it tomorrow at work. And he basically confesses he called because it's been bothering him mm. how he dealt with Duran. Yeah. And this is kind of nice because this is the first time since the show started, really, that we've seen – him like um want to backtrack with that i mean you know he apologized to son m after all the drama in the teens you know and the fact that he didn't listen to her but that took a lot of time for him to get to that point yeah this is like just later that day yeah the turnaround on this is way quicker he's already realizing like that maybe he was a little too harsh with her you know that well and that he mentions that eileen even tricked his brother right which, mm. yeah. But anyway. For the sake of. He's giving yes. Duran the benefit of the doubt. Right. Like if she could get her little talons into Emray, then, you know. Yes. It, Duran's also susceptible as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so, Son M kind of agrees with him. Like, yeah, I, I think you were rude to her. Yeah. And encourages him to make it right. Yep. And it's very sweet because Sanem kind of says that was John and I think he's going to talk to you tomorrow. He mm-hmm. feels badly about what happened. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I thought it was sweet because, you know, Duren's like, thank you so much, Sanem. And uh, Sanem asks Duren, like, are you tired? We've been working all night. And I love it because Duren says, um, I've had enough caffeine to keep me up 72 hours. I've got no problem <laughs> about that. <laughs> and I love it because she's like, okay, good. Because I want us to make the presentation together tomorrow. Yeah. So I just put, I love these two as friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's the next day and we get, and I put, yes, girl, girl power scene. Yes. When they all, <laughs> when they walk in and Duran and Son M are leading the crew in. Yes. Even though Son M's the only poor one. poor Son M, yeah, is the only one who got to change. She, yep. Son M's the only one who got to change. The rest of them are all in their clothes from the night before. <laughs> yeah. So they present to John, and he loves it, of course. Mm-hmm. And he says, let's go get this job. Um, and Sanem sneezes. She sneezes, and we hear Salem. <laughs> that greeting is ruined. It's ruined. Yeah. This is, oh, this is where I put my note. I said, and we didn't even get one episode without a human leech. I know. It's so Ugh. true. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and then I I thought it was funny how Sanem is squeezing JJ's shoulder. Yes, because she's, she's trying to like remain out. composed, but she's flipping out inside the, <laughs> that Poland's here. Yeah. Because she and John go in the office to catch up and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I was just in the neighborhood, you know, from London. And I can't tell if this is a lie or not, but because she tells John like, Oh, well, I've been in town for about a month now. and da, da, da. But I'm kind of like, I thought you came because Huma called you. So either it's inconsistent writing or it's actually a lie. Like, well, no, but when she and Huma met, didn't she say she was back in Istanbul because of her dad? Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Because of his divorce? Yeah, maybe you're right. Okay. So it just worked out in Huma's favor that maybe Poland was already here in the Or country. maybe she's staying longer because Huma right. had contacted her. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So maybe she really has been I in town for a month. I don't remember exactly though. The, yeah. The conversation with Huma. I think. Yeah. So. Either way, I took note of it. I'm like, 
Yeah. Like, has she actually been here for a month or what? Anyhow. Yeah. But so she kind of updates him a little bit on her life. They chit chat and she basically says, hey, by the way, there's a company that needs a, I think it's probably like a charity or something because they need a free photographer. Mm-hmm. And she kind of wants him to take the gig, you know, because it's in London and he politely refuses. <laughs> yeah. I thought can't. it was in the Balkans. Oh, I think you're right. But it's like, it's a London agency. Yes, you're London right. Company. But yes, yeah. it is. It's in the Balkans. You're right. Um, And he politely refuses. Like, things are too busy. I, you know, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I put, Sanem is seething yet calm. <laughs> That's when she's like yeah. breaking JJ's shoulder. Yep. So, yeah, they chit chat, whatever. Pullen leaves, and that's when John apologizes to Duran. Yep. Which I love. They had mm-hmm. a very sweet moment. They share a hug. Mm-hmm. You know, they basically agree they're friends. Yes. And everything's fine. And Duran's like, I've let it go. You know, what's done is done. Yeah. So she's not going to hold it against him. And again, we get another awkward and sweet Sanem and Duran moment. <laughs> yeah. Because she's just like, <laughs> I wouldn't, this wouldn't have happened without you. And I just appreciate it so much. And, and Sanem's like, well, good, you know, like you guys have always had a strong connection, so it needed to be set right. And then Sanem kind of offers her another olive branch and is like, maybe we can um, have some t- some chai together. Uh-huh. And Duren goes back into old Duren mode and she's <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't, she says, she, she says, she's like tea, <laughs> she's like chai, and she's like, some things never change. She says, I'm a coffee person. And like, and she kind of smiles at her yes. and then walks away. And then Sanem, it's like, wow, I'm, I'm, <laughs> do I need to pinch myself? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is this real? Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's cute. So we've solidified yes. that these two are friends now. Yeah. And I love it. Yep. <gasps> so they make nice. Yes. Um, and then we and have John M. in the office together now, right? Yeah. He asks about her pollen allergy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been sneezing. How are you? Is it okay? <laughs> yeah. And then it's a pretty cute, cute little thing. He's just kind of telling her how proud he is of her. Yeah. Like he's seeing this new side of her. And even this though he growth loves. in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though he loves all sides of her. Mm-hmm. Like he's very proud of this new professional side. He watches her with admiration. Yeah. This you's even more attractive. Like, gosh, it's just so much. It's just so much sweet. It's very sweet. And, and then, then Huma ruins the moment. Yeah. Honestly, this outfit, <laughs> all I could think of uh-huh. was, you know, that scene in The Wizard of Oz when they finally make it to Oz yeah. and they open the door, they are like trying to get in yeah. and it's the man in the green suit. <laughs> Huma is the man in the green suit in that that's outfit. That's so funny. Yeah. That's I so expected true. her to say, well, that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> Maybe we'll share a picture. To, you should to show the, and I didn't even look up the picture, but something something about that green. I was like, oh my gosh, she looks like she's straight out of a, I don't know, out of the Wizard of Oz. Out of the Wizard crazy, of Oz. ridiculous. So, oh, and then yeah, she's such a little jerk because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, maybe you forgot you're at work to Sanem. Yes, yeah. And oh, Sanem's like, yeah, I'm headed back to work because of course. Sanem is like so concerned about what Huma thinks of her. I know. But yeah. Um, oh, and John's coat this day is also excellent. I know it's kind of weird. Is it? It's real flowy, but he pulls it off. It's a black one. It's a black oh, jacket. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost got a weird tail train thing. Yeah. It's, but. It's a very John it thing is. to wear. Well, and the sweater he's wearing at the beginning, I actually made a note of. And I was like, I love All his. All the holes. Well, at first, I'm like, I love his grandpa-like sweater because when you only see the upper half, oh, yeah. it's kind of like one of those thick 
cable knit looking like grandpa cardigans. Mm-hmm. But then when you pan out and see the whole thing, then it like thins out and it has all those moth holes. Yeah. And stuff. I'm like, oh, I guess it's not a grandpa cardigan. <laughs> but yes, I agree. So they head off to um, make their presentation. Yes, to, to Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why did and, I take screenshots? And when they get back. Oh, do you have screenshots? Um, yeah, but I don't really know why. When they get back, I hate it because Huma's like, oh, congratulations. And she basically looks at Duran and gives Duran all the credit. Yeah. And She's it, horrible. Mm. She's horrible. Oh, the reason I took screenshots is because Sanem is talking to John mm-hmm. and she's asking um, if she was rude to Huma. Oh. And then he's oh. like, why Why would it be rude to her? Forget her. Yeah. She can say anything she wants. Don't worry. Just forget it. And Sanem is, uh, is like, your mom doesn't like me at all. And he says, she doesn't have to like you. Nope. I, you don't need her to love you. I love you so much, and that's enough for us. Yeah. So that was I really know. Cute. I love that. I love it. I mean. I know. Me, it's like, it sucks because it's like. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's who so really hard. wants, who, if you're going to marry someone, like, who really wants their mother-in-law to hate them? Like, because True. it's just going to make things difficult. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you also don't, like. He doesn't have a working relationship with her either, so it's exactly. kind of like, who cares? If exactly. he was like, I love my mom, we're the best friends, and yes. my mom hates you, like, that'd be different. That so, yeah. would be different. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I um, love how he reassures her. Yeah. So, uh, Fikri Harika convinces McKinnon, mm-hmm. and so they've got the job back, um, and Sunim and Layla have a chat. Yeah. Because she's still stressed because she knows she needs to tell John. And she makes a decision right then. Yeah. Like, enough's enough. I need to tell him tonight and explain everything. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Like, kind of after she saw how it went with Duran, like, I need to trust that he loves me and that he's going to forgive me. Yes. And and Layla encourages her in that, which finally. is good. Yes. So, yeah. So then she winds up having to leave work to go break up that argument between Nihat and Mevkipe that right. we touched on earlier about right. all the stupid organic stuff. And that's when John gets a phone call. Well, and she tells John before she leaves, I want to meet up tonight. That's right. Can I call you when all this is dealt with, you know, so we can see each other? And he says, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of set into motion that she's going to tell him. Yeah. She leaves to go deal with her parents. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, John gets a phone call. Yeah. And he's like, "Mm, turtle face. Why is she calling me? I almost wrote. I I was like, I wonder if Ashley's going to notice his turtle face when when he looks at that. (laughs) Oh, so... They meet up, mm-hmm. and she explains her history with Fabri, right. how long they've known each other, their friendship. She's, yep. So she's it makes it easy for her to stand by him. Yeah, that to a to a point, right? And that they've always been um, involved with each other, and but she explains that he's been involved in illegal stuff before, mm-hmm. and he promised that he would stop, but he didn't. Nope. So she's had to kind of draw a line. And um, she decided that she wasn't going to stand with him anymore. And she went and took documents to prove mm-hmm. what was happening. And she already went to the police right. about it. Yep. So um, John is kind of floored. Right. I don't think that's how he thought this meeting was going to go at all. No. And he's obviously very impressed. And he's asking, you know, can you send me some of those documents so I can prove to Emray that Eileen was part of it and right. all this kind of stuff. And so we can charge so we can charge her as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh 
And then I put, no. I know. <laughs> Mine spills about Sanem right. and girlfriend has the receipts. Yep. She's got the receipts to prove it. You know, and I get where she's coming from because she's like, listen, like basically you've been deceived for this long. I couldn't sleep at night knowing that I'm keeping this from you and you have a right to know. Mm-hmm. And she's not wrong because Sanem's had tons of opportunities before this to tell mm-hmm. him it sucks that she finally resolved to tell him and even put the plan into motion and he's finding out now but you so know. this is actually my question of the week hmm. because i want to know if people think that mina was in the right okay. telling john this because it realistically mm-hmm. it wasn't illegal right you're there, right. There was nothing illegal about that transaction. It was Sanem's choice. Mm-hmm. So was she right to put herself in the middle of that situation and right. spill that to John? That's a good question. On behalf of Sanem. Yeah. And obviously she was explaining that her conscience was bothered and she was like, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. That's right. why I'm telling you this. But was she right to step in and do mm-hmm. that? Because realistically she wasn't involved in any of that yeah so fabri got the made the contract sanem signed it yeah and he owns the perfume well that's true that was her choice she could have just burned that contract and it never would have come to light because he's arrested the perfume never got released yep it could have been all buried under the bridge yeah the only reason it wasn't was because of mina that's true. So that's what I want to mm. know. If people right. were like, oh, she's got no right to do mm-hmm. that. Or if they agree with you and they say, well, Sanem had plenty of time to tell him. Right. And she was she was right in spilling it to John. Yeah. So. Huh. All right. Yeah. I'm curious to see what everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. So, yes, this bomb is dropped. Mm-hmm. Poor John all of a sudden starts to flash back to all the times that she was clearly about to say something. Yeah. And now it's hindsight. And, well, and even the proposal. Like, now it makes sense why she refused him because yeah. she knew she was keeping something from him. Yeah. And, and he makes a comment about the truth always being in front of your face when even when you can't see it. Yeah. He says, it was actually in front of my eyes, all of it. How could I be so blind? Mm-hmm. And Mina says, well, when you love someone, you can't see sometimes. Yeah. And I just wrote, Poor Bebek. I know. Because I feel so bad. He's, ugh. He probably, you know, he feels like a fool. Mm -hmm. He's upset. He's, yeah. So many things are just clicking into place. And it's just, it's really overwhelming. And I feel really bad for him. Yeah. Yep. Um, So John goes to see Fabri. mm -hmm. He sure does. And I, I, as much as I know, like, bad things are coming, I love this part. It is so satisfying. So satisfying. Yeah. I love that when he walks in and the receptionist is like, oh my gosh, John you is again? here again. Uh-huh. She's like, John Bay. And he, he's not that, here. You can't be here. I love Father's that he goes, call the police. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. Like, you don't want me here? Call the police. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he comes in mm-hmm. and uh, Fabri, I just love John's whole demeanor throughout it's this whole so situation. Because he's calm and oh, collected. Yeah. Yep. And he's just very forthright. And he says, uh-huh. so well, you took Sun M scent. I love that he sits down before. And then Fabri's like, oh, have a seat. And John's uh-huh. like, yeah, I was going to have it. Like, John takes the seat before it's even offered to him. I love it. Yeah. So Fabri's like, well, actually, it would be better to say that she gave her scent to me. But I already told you that I was going to do this, didn't mm-hmm. I? And John says, 
you knew that Sanem would do something like this to save me. Mm-hmm. You planned everything from the beginning, didn't you? And Fabri says, yes, because as always, I plan every single thing out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Again, he's preening mm-hmm. and acting like he, mm-hmm. he knows everything oh, yeah. and knows exactly how all this is going to go down. And he is tr- all braggy and he says, that's the most important difference that between me and you, isn't it? Uh gray he says gray matters which i'm assuming he means like the brain like yeah Um, yeah because he like taps his head so i'm thinking that something that got lost in translation yeah basically like because i'm a thinker or you know that kind of thing maybe he's implying brains over brawn or something like that um so john says i'm not gonna let you release sun i'm sent and Fabri says, oh, really? Hmm. Well, I'll show you. Are you ready? This is a contract that shows that I am the legal owner of the scent. Go ahead. You can check it out. Which <laughs> dummy hands it over to John. <laughs> what a moron. So much for that gray matter in his yeah. brain. And <laughs> John starts to rip it up. So good. I love it because it's like, make it rain. And he yes. like throws all the pieces up in the air. Which I was thinking, if... If this were real life, he would have copies of that. So, right. But but if it's the original. Yes. Mm-hmm. In this, he starts freaking out. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what you're doing is a crime. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> clearly you're concerned about that, Aubrey. Yeah. And so he says he's going to call the police uh-huh. on him. <laughs> it's time to put you behind bars already. <laughs> he says to John. And John's so oh, relaxed. Oh, I love it so he's much. He's leaning back. He says... Favri, the police are already on their way, man. (laughs) (laughs) But not for me. It's to arrest you. And so he explains that Mina came to him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, turns out she knows a lot about you. Uh Uh, And he says, you're much worse than I thought you were. (laughs) Which is saying a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I guess I didn't get the rest of that I didn't scene. either, actually. Because yeah. basically at that point, then the cops show up. Yes. They walk in and, and basically. And they get him. Yeah. Arrest and him. And then John stands up and he's like. Taps. Like, he's like, I told you that the scent yep. was mine. He like and pats he walks his, away. pats his chest and is like, told you that scent is mine. <laughs> Love it. So that is our only like redemptive like yes scene of the episode. Yes. Because, oh, then Eileen gets arrested and that is my favorite ever. That bravo i always forget her real name i know me too but bravo to the actress because she she plays her part so well she really does and she's like screeching and yeah. just like no like you can Is tell she's Sev- sevgin yeah i think so Se- sevgin i think so yeah somewhere. um and so she Oh, yeah. She's just like, this is a mistake. You can't do this. And she's like, you can tell she's scared and pissed and like all this. She's like crying. It's just such a good scene because it's, it's like so good. the cops are like, please don't be ridiculous, Eileen. Just get in the car. Like, yeah. You know, and basically tell her also because you're a flight risk, you're probably going to spend the entire time waiting for trial in jail, too. Uh-huh. It's just so good. It's so satisfying to see that she's finally Eileen's gone, too. This is the last we see of Eileen. She is finished. She does not even get to use the money that Fabry gave her. It's great. Yep. So then, uh, then um, John gets home. Yep. And he walks in very determined, very pissed looking, walks right past his mom outside. And confronts Emery. Emery follows him and he says, did you know that Son M gave Fabry her scent, Emery? And he says, brother, I actually... Emre, don't beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. Answer me directly. I'm begging you, please. 
And John is so, like, desperate here. Yeah. And you can just tell he's he's reaching the end of his rope. Yeah. Emotionally, mentally, probably almost physically. Like After the week he's had? Yeah. I mean, yikes. I mean, he says, because he's, you know, he's, like, shaking and... He says, did you know that Sana made a contract with Fabri? And he says, I did. He says, I also learned it after the fact, though. And he says, you learned it, but you didn't come to me. Right, yep. Emre? You didn't tell me. And he's, like, looking him in the eyes right now. And his eyes are, like, glassy, like he's like, uh-huh. about to cry. And Emre says, brother, everything was already such a mess. I didn't want to give you more. And he says, Emre, look, I don't want to hear excuses anymore. I'm so sick of it. You knew it, but you didn't tell me. You hid it from me even though you knew. Even though I told you that I want to trust you. Time and time again. You keep lying to me again and again, Emre. And he says, brother, look. And he says, Emre, shame. Get it? Shame on you. And he kind of walks away. Well, he doesn't kind of walk away. He walks away. And then cut to Huma who apparently likes to see her sons fighting and, and in her... emotional turmoil. Uh-huh. Because she smiles Ugh. and makes a phone call, which we know who she's calling. She is unbelievably evil. I know. She's horrible. Because this is like, you're doing this to your own flesh and blood, who you claim to love. Yeah. That Be- is not That's love, what kills me. because it's like psychopath. Right. Because it's like, we've talked about how like, oh you know, gosh. just because you're blood related doesn't, you know necessarily mean anything but the fact that you're claiming to love them so much and want these good things for them but you are reveling in the fact that they are not only at odds with one another yeah but one of them is severely hurting yes and feeling betrayed Uh and like everything around him is crumbling because he can't trust anybody yeah horrible and you horrible are like oh yay let's call Pauline to run interference yeah yeah, it kills she's me. Awful. So Huma calls, even though we don't technically know it, we know Huma's calling Polen to yes. brag about this because obviously she knows now that John's upset with Son M over yeah. the contract and Emery. Mm-hmm. John leaves. Emery calls Son M and tells her, My brother knows. Yep. He found out. Son M loses it because she's basically like, And part of me, I get it. Part of me is like, Because mm, she says, You know, I wish I'd never listened to you and in. You know, because they kept encouraging her to not tell him. And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, maybe you do wish that. But again, no matter what they told you, girlfriend, you still – you kept making the decision time and again to not tell him. Yeah. Despite what Layla and Emery were weren't telling you to do. Right. You continually made the choice not to. So I get that you lashed out at him a little bit. She had an opportunity the same day that they convinced her after the proposal. They met up that same yep, night. By the coast in the uh-huh, truck. Yep. In the truck. And she could have told him. Yes. She could have been completely honest with him, but she yep. chose not to. Exactly. So in the end, it was her, right. it was her choice. Yeah. She's got nobody to blame but herself. Yeah. So So here she, comes the sucky ending. Yeah. So she is like, you know, he must be at the cottage. That's where he goes. So she's yeah. like, I'm going to go to the cottage and try to explain everything to him. I've got to make this right. She hangs up with Emery. She... Gets to the cottage. Yeah, she t- gets a cab over there and walks over, and you see John and sitting all sad and forlorn. Yep, and then you get the slow reveal that the camera he's widens not alone, and who's sitting across from him? But stupid Polen. But Polen, and they they do the slow mo shots of everybody's faces upon the reveal right like she locks eyes or uh, sonam locks eyes with john yeah. john looks up and sees her uh-huh. sonam looks over to polen polen uh-huh. looks up and smiles and has this nasty little smirk on her face hag <laughs> 
Oh, man. It's true, though. <laughs> Kimmy is gorgeous. Like, yes, she is. She is beautiful. Her but, character but is Polen, disgusting. Yes. Polen is a hag. That's a very good <laughs> word to describe her. So her character uh, is horrible. Yeah. So it ends that way. We yeah. don't, no words come out of anyone's mouths or anything like that. Yeah. And that's it. But hooray. Yeah. <laughs> so this sucks because this is, you know, this is 15 all over again. I know. I know. Where, you know, it's like she <laughs> kept not telling him, kept not telling him, which again is why it bothers me that we're doing, we're in this position again because. I feel like Sun M under Aisha's pen learned from this. Sure. But Sun M under Osley's pen apparently just has amnesia. Has, yep. <laughs> yep. And, yeah. you know, so here we are again, like having to relive her betraying him. Yep. Him finding out about it through other means. Yep. Rather than her confessing it to him. Yeah. And, and now this moment feels like a betrayal because right. Pauline is there at the hut. Right. Obviously, she probably just brought herself along. Right. And we know that. I'm sure she just showed up after Huma called her. Right. And she knew where to go. That's going to hurt Sunem to see her there with him. When she knows that this is a place that John's only brought her to. Yeah. And And they have history together and all of that. So, just a big, huge mess. Yep. It's it, crazy. Yeah. Everything's hitting the fan. Yeah. Everything's falling from the sky. Yeah. And honestly, like, anything could happen because I have no idea what direction, like, they're going with this. You know, yeah. it's like, this is where, you know, the writing really starts to feel messy. It's not even just like, oh, I don't really like her style or, you know, I don't like where she's headed. Yes. It's the fact that we don't even know where this is headed because to me, everything just feels so like it was almost like they're in the I, I picture them in the writer's room coming up with this episode and it's like every no idea got sent to the cutting floor like right. everything that was suggested was like yep let's make that happen yeah oh huma decides she was cheated on by her husband yep let's throw that in yeah um you know like it just mina decides you know to tell john about the contract yep let's throw that in there too yeah uh polen show we're gonna bring polen back yep let's bring polen back like yeah it just felt like every idea was like yep let's do it all well and now it's i remember with i feel like starting with 30 it all just started to feel so chaotic yes um especially because and maybe even i could say with 29 because now the realistically the two main villains are gone. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be in the show anymore. Right. So now that Fabri and Paulin are Paulin, Fabri wish. and Eileen mm-hmm. are gone, it's like, well, we're going to need something else. Obviously, we have Huma and Paulin, right? As I guess you could say they're the villains, mm-hmm. but still, it's, Paulin's it's, more of a pawn. Huma is for sure the villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just odd to me, and yeah, I just remember things feeling really chaotic and basically from here on out i don't think i really liked niha and mevkabe anymore yeah there's <laughs> just, just like yeah. there's a lot of chaos going for on? the next i would say six to seven episodes yeah there's just a lot of yeah. chaos i don't really remember well, 30 to 37 and i would say from here on out these are episodes that neither of us have watched with subs. I don't think. Or or only with subs and not live. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it was one or the other right. with me. So 
I, yeah, I'm pretty, all of these I'm almost positive I watched live. Um, this one I do remember watching with subs. I didn't remember watching 28 last week with subs. This one, I read, cause there were things I recognized and I was like, okay, I definitely had already watched yeah, this with subs. Me too. I am, um, yeah. Ne- next episode is, um, when my favorite song, <laughs> that's when the, the song plays and I like found the artist oh, and everything. Oh, that's this episode. Yes, um, it's so chaotic. Yeah. So, oh Yeah. Yeah, it's like the only good thing I liked about next week's episode. Yeah. Is the song that came out of it. But yeah, I don't remember. I'm almost positive most of these 30s I've only watched live. Yeah. Because there's just so much that it's like, and it was just exhausting to watch them, but it was like, I didn't even have the desire to watch them again. Right. Once the subs came out. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so it'll be interesting though now because I haven't watched them since the first time. So this is all the way back in like February. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to watch them here several months later and for the first time with, with translations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Anyhow, so yeah, you guys, Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So we want to hear from you how uh, you feel about the question of the week. Yeah. Um, please, 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 if you would be so kind, rate, review, and subscribe on whatever mm-hmm. platform you listen to the podcast on. We love it and appreciate it. We love reading all of it. Yep. Um, shoot us an email, dizzy4dzpodcast at gmail.com if you want to chat about anything. And you can find us on pretty much all social media at dizzy4dz, Facebook, yep. Twitter, Instagram. So yep. come hang out with us there. And other than that, uh, we'll see you guys next week for volume 30. 30. And see where the heck this chaos is taking us. Yeah. Yep. You guys, host a call. Go to shooters. Thank you.